Hey, it's Dean. How are you doing, my friend? Um, Welcome to The Psychology of Weight Loss. This is a show where we learn how to think greater than our emotions so that we can be more reasonable and rational with the choices that we make so that we skew the odds of our success in our favor. And so what I wanted to do today, by the way, I'm walking around as I record this. Uh, so if you hear my feet clunking on the floor, eh, that's because I'm walking. Um, what I wanted to share was something I just wrote in my journal that I think would be really valuable for you because it's a mistake that I just realized that I was making. So um, a little bit of backstory, first and foremost, is I, and I have to be very careful of my languaging, and this is one of the things that you and I um, uh, now are really paying attention to, which is how we speak about ourselves. So I used to be, uh, or, or I used to gravitate to extreme solutions. I'm an, I'm an extreme junkie. Sorry, that's worded incorrectly. I was an extreme junkie. Uh, having recognized that from my past trials and tribulations with trying to lose weight, um, this was one of the things that I built in this time was that I was going to avoid extreme solutions. Let's call them radical solutions and default to reasonable because reasonable is scalable long term. Radical is not. So I have corrected a number of mistakes that I made in the past. I used to default to extreme exercises. Uh, I've, I've defaulted to extreme eating. So everything now is about reasonable. Reasonable scales and reasonable works for you, the busy person who in an ideal world, sure, you're in a gym two hours a day. I'm not even sure if that's an ideal world, to be honest. It's not my ideal world. I want to actually live. I don't want to live in a gym. I want to live in the world. I want to be with people. But anyway, in an ideal world, people would be carving out all kinds of time for exercise. They'd have a personal chef, you know, all these other things. But that's not the life, the lives, the life that most people lead. So for me, it's all about reasonable. Yesterday, I was doing. I was conducting a little, uh, little um, experiment, or I was doing a little research. There was a product that I was looking up, and it, it was an ultra processed product. And I was just going through ingredients. I realized I have no idea. First of all, I can't pronounce them, and I have no idea what they are. So I started just going to Google and typing in what is, and then I had to figure out how to spell the thing I was looking for. Which is probably a good rule of thumb. If you can't pronounce something and you can't spell it, we probably shouldn't be eating it. But anyway, different different thought for a different day. So I started looking up this stuff, uh, these in different ingredients. Amazed, by the way, at how we are able to, not we, the food industry is able to disguise sugar with other names. And we just go, yeah, okay, that seems okay. But... As I was looking up these things, I saw natural flavors. And I've always, I've seen this before. And I've kind of asked the question, but never really took it a step further. Of like, what does that mean, natural flavors? So I just looked it up, and it's a little bit ambiguous about what it is. That there's a little bit of a gray area that companies can kind of hide behind in terms of what they're doing. And so as I'm reading this, I thought, you know what? Moving forward, I'm going to make the decision to not consume processed foods that have natural flavors in them. So as soon as I made that declaration to myself, I thought I have uh, RX bars that I eat that at present fit my eating philosophy. And I thought they're comprised of whole foods. So I thought, do they have natural flavors in it? So I looked at it 
And they do. They have natural flavors. And so I made the decision on the spot. I thought, then I'm not going to have these anymore because I don't want natural flavors in my diet. Well, that was yesterday. Today, I realize that's not reasonable thinking. That's old Dean creeping in. That's the extreme guy. Like, let's take this to the most radical point that we can take it. And so I am walking myself backwards. So think of it sort of as uh, two quadrants. There's the reasonable quadrant, and then there's the radical quadrant. Well, I somehow burst through that wall, and I got radical. And I thought, that's not, that's not the point of this journey. Everything that I've been looking to do has been always with the sort of looking at be reasonable, this needs to be reasonable. It needs to be reasonable to me so that when I talk about it for other people, other people who actually have lives, I'm not saying I don't have a life, but people who have kids, people who work, people who are in relationships, uh, people who have friends, who have family, who have obligations to the community, that they can look at these things and go, you know what, that's reasonable, I can do that. Um, removing foods that have natural flavors in them is not reasonable. So I'm, I'm walking myself back from that. So And I, I wrote in my journal this morning, and this is where the value lies for you and I. I wrote in my journal, um, sorry, actually I got to pull it up because I can't remember now what it is. So I'm just going over to my computer and it's literally only five words, but I want to get the wording right on this. Um, let me scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Uh, Nope, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Oh, (laughs) it's four words. But I'm always looking to word things in a way that are like proverbs. They're they're super sticky and they're easy for the brain to remember. And it's, it's, it's simply be reasonable, not radical. And so I look to do this with everything. Whenever I find that I'm starting to trend towards radical, I back myself off. I've used a couple of these examples before, but here's just a couple of examples of how I've gone from radical. What I perceive, it, that's objective, right? Or subjective, what we think radical is. I think initially when I started doing this, I thought I'm going to walk 10,000 10, steps a day. 10,000 steps a day for me is radical. That's actually like an hour and a half of walking a day, uh, which is too much for me. Like I, I, it just wasn't, that wasn't reasonable. But you know what was reasonable? Three, 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 <laughs> three, 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 three kilometers. That was reasonable to me. That's about 4,500 steps. But that's reasonable. I can, I can, it stretches me a bit, but it doesn't break me. So I strive to get three kilometers a day. Now, I actually get much more than three kilometers a day. I average, like right now for the year, I'm averaging 5.5. But my goal every day is just get in three kilometers. That's, that's all I'm looking to do. Be reasonable. Anything else is a bonus. Um, so there, and there are lots, I'm doing the same thing with my exercise, right? Like right now, um, I know, I know that if I wanted to take my results to the next level, like if I wanted to be one of those people, you know, with 10 pack abs and like, I know if I started doing 30 to 45 minutes of the way that I used to train before, now that I've got my eating dialed in, um, I could totally rock it. But then I thought, I lose my audience. I lose the people that I'm really trying to connect with, which is people, again, busy people who have lives. You know, it's great to see some story of somebody who, you know, went from, 
you know, 195 pounds to 100 pounds. By the way, that's there's nothing great about that. I was trying to uh, that's sort of my story, but from 195 to you know to roughly about 151, 152. Uh, but I've done it reasonably. I, I said I, I don't I don't have a gym membership. I don't change into workout clothes. I do not restrict my calories. I'm eating between twenty two and twenty four hundred a day. I love what I eat. Um, I have found ways to include lots of things that I consider to be treats that all fit my eating um, my, my eating profile, and they allow me to get results. But it's all about being reasonable. And I believe, not I believe, I know that that's one of the reasons that I've been able to sustain this success for one thousand. 212 days as of today because I default to reasonable. So the mindset is be reasonable, not radical. And I need to catch myself uh, because, again, that, 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 that extreme nature is always there. It never goes away. These things that we learn to manage, they never go away. They're always there. But they're always looking to get their foot back in the door. And we have to be careful when it does. We have to observe when it happens. And then we need to take corrective action to put that back in its place. So for me, um, I've, I've walked myself back from the whole natural flavors thing. It's like I, I said to somebody else. We have never, I've never seen an obituary where somebody, you know, where it says, you know, so-and-so died of natural flavors. I can live with natural flavors. So I'm taking back, I'm still going to have RX bars. Um, They fit natural flavors I can live with. So my question for you is, or, or maybe, maybe what I want you to start thinking about is the idea that whatever it is you're doing, I want you to start thinking about ration, the reasonable versus radical, right? The idea of starting a new program where you suddenly have to go to a gym and you haven't been going to a gym, that's not reasonable. In an ideal world, sure, it'd be great, but you're still a parent, you're still uh, a partner, you're still you know, part of somebody else's organization. There's all sorts of things you're part of. That's just not reasonable. But there are reasonable things that you can do to begin skewing the odds of success in your favor. That's it, my friend. Have a great rest of today. I'll be back soon.